Welcome to A Woman's Brew, where women talk about beer. In today's episode of our Brave Noise interview series, we're joined by returning guest John from Spookton and Emily from Women in Beer, who dare to be brave and make noise about their Brave Noise brew. I'm Joanne and this is Tori. Hello, hello. And we're two beer-loving women on a mission to get more people drinking and talking about great beer and making a brave noise. Come join us. Right. I'm excited. Like, I think everyone else is excited. We've got another Brave Noise episode. We're Just still making we were noise, everybody. Um, today we have the return of John from Spookton. Thank you, John, for joining us again. And we've got Emily. Now, we've we've like met Emily and spoke to Emily in person loads of times. We've not actually had you on the podcast yet. Like, no. We're getting to rectify this and we might have to have you back on for another thing to talk about your things as well. Like in addition to what we're talking about today. Um, I was going to say for you, you yeah. I, don't, I don't know if I've actually spoken to you in person at all. Oh, have you not? Oh, maybe I you haven't. Know, I, mm-hmm. yeah, I, maybe don't, you I haven't. don't know if I have. I think, I think it's the first have. time we're actually meeting. So like, yeah. Not, yeah. not in person, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. In, in person meeting. Yeah. But I think that's the first time we've actually like had a live like conversation yeah <laughs> emily and i bump that, into okay. each other all the time nowadays we're like it's just like hey <laughs> two people out on the town doing yes, yes, business look at you doing the beer biz <laughs> and all of that um anyway so we've got you on because we're going to talk about your lovely brave noise which i'm excited about now i haven't tried this yet tori have you tried yours no we I saved it we saved it. Do it i saved it i was good saved it especially it's hard it was really hard because yeah. i was like I'm, I'm just gonna crack it open and then i kept going no wait. yeah you're being really good um please remind everybody john about spookton in case they were rude enough not to have uh, listened and watched that episode uh, uh, and then Emily can tell us about why she's here as well uh spookton is just a sort of a we're a cuckoo brewery from the world um, and we well we're currently a cuckoo brewery and we're hoping to set up as a um, a proper proper brewery in the next year um, and sort of one of the one of the sort of things that we do is we donate money for every pint or can we brew to local good good causes um, and also beers without beards yay which is a really <laughs> great segue <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so it's like to tell you a bit more about beers uh, a bit. So I would I would say it's going to be a, a weird one today because well, the 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 big the big news uh, from yesterday is that we changed our name. So beers at beers officially became uh, women in beer uh, as per yesterday. Um, so it's been it's been like a a reflections like a something we were thinking about for quite a long time. And because we were launching new activity but that we're going to talk about um, linked to do the brave noise beer, uh, we took advantage of that to basically just, yeah, just ditch beers with beards. So it's a, a name that we, we really liked, but we felt that um, it was not reflecting um, inclusivity. And and we really wanted to show everyone that we are um, as inclusive as we uh, can. That we um, obviously um, we are uh, all welcoming of all uh, all sisters, uh, trans women as well. And the without beards of part of the other title was yeah a bit 
probably a bit confusing sometimes. So we're officially wounding BF since since yesterday. So I, I will try to uh, to say women in BF, but I'm still getting used to, <laughs> to, it for, for everything. But yeah, so basically, Women in Bay is a group uh, that I launched um, five years ago now. We just celebrated our fifth anniversary. Uh, JJ is to create safe space, <laughs> to create safe space for um, for women, um, for all women to uh, enjoy beer, learn about it, uh, make friends, um, and also why not create vocation uh, for women to uh, join the beer industry. Um, so to kind of push that part of thing, we've been organizing a lot of tasting, a lot of talk uh, with women and work in the industry. We also organize a festival, uh, Women in Beer Festival. Joanne uh, was one of our speakers uh, last oh. year uh, for the 2022 edition. Um, and we're launching very soon um, a mentorship program um, for women, all women, who wants to, um, to start uh, their career in the industry or just like maybe a change of projects. Uh, anything that they would think um, they feel they they need someone to chat, to uh, learn from, to get some network from. Uh, so they will they will be uh, paired with another woman, more experienced, more senior in the industry, uh, to just yeah, just try to uh, try to help them just yeah, be like stay in the industry and 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 actually yeah do good things in the industry that's absolutely amazing so i feel like that is something that is uh, i i mean maybe it's there and i've just not seen it but i felt like that's something that was missing over here in the uk because i know like joe and i have spoken to people in the us um and they had mentorship programs through various outlets in the us and i remember having this conversation with joe as well that was like yep it would just be amazing and 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 the various groups of women that we speak to were like yeah the us has all these like amazing resources that they do to support each other and and <laughs> do those type of initiatives and it's like we just don't have something like that here and it's like compare the size comparison of the us <laughs> compared to here you're like oh it just should be like we should just have something like this and it would be so that is just like that is amazing to me to sort of hear. it's something that i feel like is so necessary over here for sure yeah, I was super excited when I saw that you were going to have a mentorship as part of the suite that is uh, Women in Beer. And I, I love the Women in Beer Festival. Like, I was really proud to be on one of your panels last year and be able to share a little bit of my knowledge with people and sit and listening to everyone, like all the other people that were on the panels and were sharing their knowledge. And being in that room with all of those people and being able to network and chat to those people, like, it was, it's just a really lovely experience. And I think we say, like, we always say, it's going to make a safe space. And people get a bit funny when you say, oh, oh what, like, why do you, like, why do you need a safe space? Like, what do you mean? But you do need those spaces where people can come together and have those open conversations without, you know, the fear of someone sitting there and being like, and doing that, well, why do you need that? And why, why mm -hmm. can't you talk about this here? And, you know, pubs are for everybody. What are you talking about? Like, you do need those spaces and we need to listen to the, various different groups that say that they need these spaces because they know because they're the ones that need them yeah i remember watching the uh the, the speak 
the uh, you doing your your panel live. I watched a few of the panels live. I remember like I just happened to time it really, really right. I was like I was at work <laughs> and it just timed really well. I just went, oh, I'm, oh, that's on today. Let me go see if I can watch that. And and I went over and I just got the right timing and it was like oh joe's there this is amazing and then i went back and i was like oh emma's there this is great like it was just one her beer like, oh, bestie this. senses were tingling <laughs> when we were going to be on I she's just, like quick yeah. i was like i'll put it in the background while i'm doing a bit of work and it was like oh joe's on this is great it's just starting amazing timing i really did well at timing this um i guess out of you know just just for anyone's awareness how did john like how did you and emily sort of connect together initially uh, so when I applied to do the Brave Noise thing, some of the documentation they sent over was a list of suggested um, schemes and organisations that um, that had already sort of they'd already approved as being um, suitable a suitable recipient, um, and Amelie's just seemed the most interesting, I suppose, and. Um, not to say anything about the others, but to me, it sort of seemed like an area where, as as you sort of said, like an area that we could really make a difference with, um, with sort of limited limited funds of a cuckoo brewery, uh, um, brew, and so, uh, yeah, it was that was it really, and I sort of got in touch and sort of said, I sort of introduced myself, and she didn't sort of swear at me or laugh at me, and so uh, I think we then talked about. Um, well, what would you use the money for? And then as soon as she sort of explained the idea of her mentorship sort of idea, it was like, well, from, from my point of view, it was, it was brilliant because I was like, well, why not sort of enable an expert to do it rather than me doing anything? So I was able to sort of go, right, well, you're the expert. I'll, I'll just try and support you in this small way and hopefully um, make a difference for some people. Yeah, I think the the timing was really right uh, because yeah, it's just I I remember like speaking with Ash like ages ago about um, about Brave Noise and explaining her what what we do doing and well just like it's something that's just like well we never really heard back or anything but um, I mean it's it's it was fine and everything but when we started to 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 work on the mentorship program it was like ah oh, so we. Obviously, we need funding for paying the the mentor, for the organization, for the website, for the hosting, for everything. It's 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 the the mentorship program, the 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 pilot year. Uh, it's going to be one entire year um, of testing the program to see if if it's working, if it's needed. Uh, what's going to be the results? So we're going to study that program for a year. So it's 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 quite expensive. So when when John just messaged me on 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 Instagram, it's like a really really good time. And so well, well actually yeah, <laughs> we we have that project that we need funding for. So we we have some sponsors and everything, but also we just basically yeah any help, uh, it's it's very welcome. That's amazing. I'm serendipitous. Oh, go ahead, Jack. No, serendipitous. It all happened at the right time, and it's all supporting the (laughs) the best things. Are are you driving into the beer? You can't wait any longer. I I can't wait any longer. (laughs) I just wanted to go before before we carry on with the rest of the amazing chat. I just want to drink it because it smells. I can smell it. Yeah. (laughs) I just want to have it so bad. 
So this one's right. uh, this version's a pale ale with orange and lemon zest, which I can smell as soon as I opened it. Yeah. Right. It just smells. I just want like if I can make this into like a candle oh. smell. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, the smell, really like the smell is amazing. Yeah. It's yeah. like the the Ooh. perfect for me. It's the perfect amount of 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 citrus as well. It's not too too present. It's just like slightly like compliments to beer. It's really good. Yeah. It's all oh, that is. This is amazing. So <laughs> refreshing. <laughs> it's really sessionable. <laughs> Did you make any other changes to the to the um, regular Brave Noise recipe other than adding yeah. The citrus? Yeah, so the, the, the malt bill is slightly different. Mm-hmm. They're not very different. And part of the sort of, yeah, the malt bill is slightly different. The hot bill, instead of Sabro, we used the originals Mosaic and Sabro, and we yeah. used Stitcher and Mosaic. Classic. And I sort of just, yeah, exactly. Just because I sort of didn't want to, I didn't want to, because Sabro is a bit divisive, isn't it? Really, and I didn't oh, yeah. really want—I didn't want sort of people to go oh no to prejudge it. I suppose mm-hmm. I sort of wanted to give it a, a, a hot base or sort of a baseline flavour of hops that people would be familiar with. And yeah. then um, the yeast is a bit different. Um, I use Lalamon's Verdant instead of—I mean, they recommend London L3. It's—I I find the sort of the outcomes quite similar. Um, so I think we actually changed everything really, just a little bit, just to sort of fit our fit our needs. And I think that I didn't really realise that originally, but but Brave Noise are very open to that sort of change. Oh yeah. Um, and so there's there's orange and lemon zest in the whirlpool, and there's some more in the dry hop. Um, and the sort of the aim wasn't to make something that sort of smell or taste like a lemonade or a Fanta. It's sort of I, I sort of. When a, sometimes you drink a, a craft beer and everyone goes, oh, there's real citrus notes. And it was like, well, why don't, why don't we use citrus instead? Um, <laughs> and yeah, and so hopefully it's sort of, you get a bit of, maybe a bit of sort of zest and pith rather than sort of the juice of an orange mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that we're aiming for. Yeah, oh, definitely. The, the zest is, it's definitely the zest that you get for sure. And I feel like it's, um, especially with the weather getting really really hot now it feels like it is the perfect summer warm weather beer and it's like it's got this nice sort of smoothness like to mm. it it's just it's really just i feel mm-hmm. really easy to drink yes yeah, like i've got a feeling it's going to be one of those that i try to hold on to for the episode but well. it's just not gonna happen <laughs> yeah, well i can confirm that i i've got one so like i drank one like a couple of weeks ago um walking the dog it was extremely sunny after work um i was taking the dog to the park and it was absolutely perfect <laughs> I love that. We, we talk about like barbecue beers and i feel like this would be like a really good barbecue beer but yeah. also now it seems like it's a perfect dog walking dog beer. Dog. <laughs> i'm gonna have to give that a go the yeah. next time i go on the dog walk and be like casual like it's just my, yeah. beer, my dog walking beer <laughs> yeah definitely love it so I can't remember, John, if we talked about Brave Noise on the podcast or whether it was a conversation we had after we finished recording. But we talked about this because of where you uh, donate money to charity anyway as part of the brewery. And then we had a little chat about Brave Noise because we'd obviously had other Brave Noise on, on the podcast. Um, what made you really want to get involved with Brave Noise as an initiative? I think after sort of speaking to you, I think my position when we were talking was a bit like, 
well, I don't really want to do a brave noise one and sort of ride on the coattails of that sort of campaign and charity and not not charity, but sort of um, try and get promotion out of it sort of mm. thing. Um, and, I, and then I think I went went back and read, I think Tori did a Instagram post of like why you should do a brave noise beer. And I sort of read that and sort of was annoyed at how complete the argument was. And so I was like, well, there's no real reason. I've got no, there's no comeback. There's no sort of reason why I shouldn't do it. So I, um, I got in touch with them and sort of, uh, they were very sort of amenable, even though I was way past the deadline. Um, and they were really sort of, it was great. I mean, they were really helpful, put me in touch with Emily and, but were relatively sort of slightly more hands off than I was expecting. They were very much like, you're a grown up, you're, a, you're brewing beer, you're a brewery. So here, here are some people you should get in touch with who could benefit from the proceeds and, and you can make amendments to the, uh, the recipe. Uh, and so it was just like, well, okay, there's no real reason not to. And I think, I think if like, if, if, if Emily hadn't been quite so um, up for the collaboration, then I think I might have maybe not gone through it because the other sort of recommended um, recipients of Brave Noise Money were sort of, they were a little bit out of my sphere, I suppose. And I was thinking, well, I could just sort of, um, part of the reason that we sort of donate to charity is so that we try and donate to local charities and small charities. And so... Um, it would have been nice to have done that rather than sort of to a large organisation that yeah. we've also recommended, which obviously is also doing great work. But it was a bit sort of like, well, it's sort of not really, doesn't really fit the bill of sort of trying to make our money go the furthest. Yeah. Um, but then Emily was very receptive and um, open to it. And I think we met at BRX and it was like, okay, well, this, like, this, this, Sort of makes sense, I suppose. And so, uh, when all of those things made sense, and I didn't really have any arguments um, against Tori's Instagram post, and I sort of felt obliged. <laughs> she is super oh, so annoying. There's like one that. thing my family will say. If there's one thing my family will say about me, it's that I could argue for days. <laughs> I, if, if, if I if I could have been motivated enough to go to law school, <laughs> yeah, would be in trouble. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I think it, I think we actually spoke about it after the fact as well. We were just like, this was, you know, I, I felt like I didn't have anything really to sort of... I think that was part of the conversation that we had at one point was you were like, I didn't really have anything to say. And I just, you know, I was like, it's not a judgment either on when people choose not to do it. Yeah. Yeah. It was just a... After, I think after, it was after we spoke to sort of Ash and Ren um, and and as you said, you know, how they, you know, they treat you like adults and they're, they're quite hands off with it in that sense. They try to make it as accessible as possible. So it's like the, you can do whatever recipe, like they quite frankly told us when, when I asked the question of like, if somebody had something in a tank and they really wanted to do Brave Noise, but let's just say their budget would not allow them to, to brew the beer um, in the pale ale that, that you're, mm-hmm. you're wanting something is, is that a problem and they were just like no we've had kombucha we've had this you know, if, if what you mm. have in the tank is all you kind of have at the moment and there's no room in the brew schedule like absolutely that is totally fine like that is you've got to do what you've got to do as long as you're following the basic you know steps of what they're asking you to do and there's nothing problematic there like you know have at yeah. it and they try to make it as accessible for you so it was one of those things that i was like no judgment if there are reasons but in case you didn't know mm. you know they are so 
like allowing of some of that and it's just about getting in touch with them and having the conversation with them and they are so good at that stuff so i'm i'm glad i'm glad that if nothing else my post helped sort of reaffirm that i'm sure it annoyed a bunch of people but at least it helped reaffirm that it was like because i know that you also were a bit like like you said you were sort of a you didn't want it to come across as disingenuous but i think that people can kind of tell when somebody's being disingenuous with it as well and when you actually care about you know the charity aspect of it and and making sure you're doing the right things um so i'm glad that that if nothing else you felt a little bit more like, i think i yeah. think it's very true uh tori it's, it's very true it's just like when when john contacted us like uh, it was it was also we didn't want it to do like a a brave noise for with with someone that would not really that would do that like as as a marketing cruise it's like a, oh yeah it's like a, a a kind of box ticking exercise that's well we've done it uh i think yeah it's just like what i've said to john it's like well the first thing i've done just like i went through his social media website and everything just make sure that well they were they were good people as well just because it's also very important for us to not kind of associate with someone that we not share the same ethos so so it was was really really good to to see that john was genuine uh with the with the process and everything it is that thing like i said i think people can just tell when somebody is is more disingenuous with it and when they actually truly believe what they're saying and doing is the right thing like and it it i think sometimes you don't people can take that for granted like thinking that oh you know is it going to look this way is it going to look that way and they almost don't realize that like you, people are going to be able to tell yeah um, so <laughs> it's, it's very hard i think to hide those type of motivations mm -hmm. sometimes because it all it all comes out in the wash in the mm -hmm. end anyway so yeah, but yeah so, sure so you guys ended up speaking and then you met you actually met up yeah. Was that like was that before or after you agreed to make the beer or was it kind of like you met and then you were like yeah actually this is gonna work let's do it i think it was in 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 still in discussion but on the principle we agreed but we were still discussing and i was in liverpool for BRX, and obviously john is is based around around liverpool so um so i just like said well i'll be there or i'll be around so let's try and catch up and and yeah, just John came to to the to the trade show and just like bump into each other and just yeah, it was good. Gotta catch up. <laughs> yeah, I don't think we. I think we'd agreed that there was a brew day. Yeah. I don't think that much else had been like finally yeah. agreed, and then so it was nice to sort of just say hello in person and sort of just. I guess just do that sort of final like vibe check on yeah. one another and. Uh, <laughs> Uh, like are we real person yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's hard like post-covid as well you're like look i've got legs i've got legs i'm a person look i'm here <laughs> i'm not just this much of a torso yeah. <laughs> it's it is that like, funny like when you actually when you especially if you've been speaking to somebody over like messages mm -hmm. for like an extended period of time when you finally get to like see them in person it's the like it is that funny thing about actually being like putting the face to the name and being yeah. like oh like so it's you like i we've spoken a lot but now i actually get to see you it's the same thing i feel like the first time mm -hmm. i met joe yeah <laughs> like video chats but then also when you see someone in person you're like oh my god you're real <laughs> 
So did you have the... Did you go to the brew day? Was everyone there at the brew day? Or like, obviously, because you're cuckoo brewing, like, is that a little bit more of like a difficult thing? Mm. Obviously, we've not had a cuckoo brewing situation before for this, I don't think. Uh, so it was just me, largely due to like geography. Um, and we, well, I went to Armyard in Lancaster um, and brewed up with them and then sort of went up a couple of times during fermentation just to make sure everything was okay. And that's when we decided to sort of bung a bit more zest in and um, yeah, and then went out to package it. Uh, and that's at Farmyard is where I do uh, the rest of my brews at the moment. Um, and they're great. Uh, yeah, we, we would love to, to, to come, but uh, it was just kind of same times that uh, the brew that we've done um, for International Women uh, Crab Brew Day, uh, Crab, uh, brew day and between the one that we've done uh, for our fifth anniversary, so it was too difficult for us to 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 travel to Liverpool. Basically, anybody Liverpool is not the easiest. <laughs> mm. Yeah, travel is yeah. a travel's a fun one nowadays. <laughs> too many places to go now. Mm-hmm. Not that long ago, we weren't able to go anywhere. Yeah, now we're going all the places. <laughs> <laughs> Arguably, sometimes too much all the yeah. places. <laughs> Um, in terms of sort of like from both your perspectives, it'd be really good to hear your different perspectives of sort of what, what you both individually uh, would like to see change-wise within the industry um, as it currently is. Who wants to go first? Oh, definitely <laughs> not me. <laughs> well, go on, Emily. What change I would like to see in the industry? Well, um, a safer industry for women. Uh, I think we all agree that... Uh, the beer industry, even though it's been there's been a lot of progress, uh, especially in the past two years, um, it's not it's still not uh, safe enough um, and healthy enough uh, for for the women who work uh, in the industry. I'm not I'm not saying that is safe and healthy for 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 all men or or anything, but it's it's still very uh, very true for women. Um, and for underrepresented uh, population uh, in the industry, so definitely, definitely a safer industry. Um, and if we want that, it's more, more equality, more, more people uh, from underrepresented background and and population work in the industry. So how how um, how we can do that basically? How we can seduce more people? Uh, to come work for the industry and how we can make them stay as well <laughs> yeah yeah that's it, key it's hard because there's the uh there's the added hurdle as well as it's not just a diversity issue of how do you attract somebody a more diverse audience but it's hard to just i feel like it's almost hard to attract people full stop just the way the way the industry is at the moment and how hard mm-hmm. it is just cost of living and prices going up like it's already hard to attract people full stop and then also mm-hmm. trying to say like yeah not only is it a struggle and you've got to go through this this struggle if you want to sort of be mm-hmm. in the industry but also we'd also like a bit more diversity in areas and and mm-hmm. i can imagine that's just sort of like one more hurdle to add mm-hmm. to the list of trying to attract you know you want people to you want there to be representation so people can see it, they can be it, but it's obviously going to be hard, especially in an industry like mm-hmm. it is at the moment. So, yeah, definitely. I, I think from my point of view, like, as I sort of said, like, 
answering that question, it shouldn't be me going first. Like, I think, from my point of view, I think there's like, people like of my background or or sort of of my diversity, i.e., white man. I think we've got to be a bit more comfortable um, taking a step back and listening and sort of accepting that we're going to have to hear some stuff we don't want to hear and and then sort of face up to making the changes that other people are suggesting and um, yeah like it's not really for me to say how it needs to change I just need to try and support anyone else when when they've sort of um, when they've sort of laid out a plan like Amelie has it's like well she's made the plan sounds great to me I trust her and I'll, I'll do what I can to help with that rather than me go I think you need to do this <laughs> because I because I just it's just not my I'm nowhere near the expert but I, I can I, all I can do is try and help I think and I think yeah, by I think doing sort of brave noise well. you've done that like we you know we've often heard yeah. Oh, yeah. you know like we're not the you know it's not for us to do it like oh I feel like I can't do it because I'm not a woman or, or whatever like by stepping up and doing it you're like well actually we can it, and you are lending that support to the rest of the voices. Yeah, certainly. I like to see it that way. Um, but but equally, I, I and I'm not trying to absolve myself of ever sort of making a suggestion or making a making a change sort of on my own. But I definitely think, that, like, like you three, are much more should be much more listened to than me on this topic, really. Uh, <laughs> but I think it's, it sort of goes back to kind of like what Joe was saying as well, in the sense of kind of what you're saying is sort of the point Joe made as well, when it's the, you know, people are saying they need safe spaces. So like when someone's like, why do you need a safe space? It's like the, well, for people that are challenging the need for why I need a safe space, that's part of the reason why yeah, I need a problem, safe space. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. And it's the like, you know, you wouldn't come in and go, why do you need a safe space? You're kind yeah. of saying, mm-hmm. well, if you're saying you need a safe safe space, then maybe we need to create a safe space for you and kind of going, I hear what you're saying and okay, what can we do to ensure that happens? And I think, you know, sometimes we've, we've talked about it before, like when we spoke to the, the Beer Fridge podcast guys, like they were really great to talk to because they were so open to having the discussion about brave noise and being like really open and honest and, and candid and being like, I never thought about that before. Um, it, it's it's the thing like we'd share our experiences and they were like oh yeah I I, I had never considered that because it was just not you know my lived experience and, like that's equally okay it's not about having a, a different lived experience that's the problem I think it's the when you have someone that you know sometimes you have to lean into difficult conversations not every conversation is going to be a comfortable one or an easy one to have but you have to be like you know i've got a different lived experience but i'm willing to hear what your what your story mm. is and it and not you know i feel like not to interpret what you're saying but i feel like that is exactly you're going you know i'm not going to tell you what your lived experience is if you you know if you've got if this is your experience this is your experience you know what can we do to to sort of help alleviate that and that's i i think a really positive just wanting to have that conversation and to put something like a brave noise out and to work mm-hmm. with someone like women in beer like that is already a really important step i think because it also raises the profile of, of women in beer and the great work that they're doing that other people uh, might absolutely it's just like you you allowing through brave noise through through that that collaboration to just like amplify what we do and just like it's basically giving us a microphone to just talk about what we do and what we what we're trying to do for for 
to help women in the industry. So, I mean, we we're not a brewery, so it's it's difficult for us to we we're depending on people that are just agree to work with us and 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 to help us uh, raise awareness on on what we do, and that is that's really cool. Yeah, that that amplification is what we need allies to do, and you're doing that. So thank you very much. It's it's probably hard because it's 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 I can I know already like the last time we spoke to you and you were like I don't you're like oh, I don't even want to like, oh you don't even mention the charity thing like oh, I sort of downplay that a bit and so I can only imagine that how you are, you are literally probably going don't thank me please don't thank me. Uh, <laughs> I can just yeah. I just know it yeah um, yeah I mean t- for a little story like in my previous job my we had a we did a black lives matter sort of um we did a we did a we were, we made clothes and we were making a, an item of clothing to support um fundraising for um i think it was the uh, a, a fund sort of associated with black lives matter and we had some pushback from from the, uh, the community that we were in who were we sort of pointed out to us that hey you're selling us this item okay you're giving a lot to charity but you're also sort of you're also making sales off the back of it and you might get repeat sales down the line and i remember my initial reaction was like oh fuck you then like if you don't want my money like and i i sort of really reacted quite aggressively not aggressively to it but i was really upset by it and i and my boss at the time sort of pointed out to me that like that reaction is me learning basically and that that sort of that sort of upsetness was me learning that actually they were right and we shouldn't have done that and we should have we should have found a way that was better um better attuned to the recipient of the money's um priorities and like the way they would like they want to be talked about and stuff like that and what i found with book brave noise was very much like sort of a lot of those difficult conversations regarding like this is how we want these things to be talked about and this is how we want these things to be um uh this is the sort of difference that we want to see and these are the sort of people that we want to see leading that change was sort of already done and so from a sort of as from the perspective of sort of a, a white guy it was it was nice to be able to sort of go okay well this is sort of been vetted and it feels like a a safe sort of thing to collaborate on in in this manner and i i sort of see that reaction quite happened quite a lot with with breweries i think there was there was a uh, there was a group of breweries that did, oh no there was one brewery that did something for the ukraine war i think and it, and i think the charity that it the money was going to sort of came back to them and was like hey actually we didn't we don't like this like and and the brewery got a bit defensive about it and it was mm. it's the same sort of thing of like i think you've we've we've all got to be quite comp, sort of quite delicate with how we approach those interactions and collaborations it's not good enough to just go oh well you should be happy with this money that i'm giving to you and so that was why and so i with with brave noise it was like it was a little bit more sort of um the sort of the rough edges were smoothed off a lot more and particularly with like being put in touch with amelie and she it felt much more like hey i i'm offering this to you rather than yeah i'm offering this to you what do you think you're allowed to say no sort of thing which um, which I think is important when you do these sorts of do these sorts of things. 
I think it's quite important as well that you, because obviously when you mentioned that you were looking at, you know, the charity offerings that they had sort of like recommended and stuff. And what kind of stood out to me is, is you saying kind of like, you kind of knew that the, you know, Women in Beer was was, was the chat like that was for you really resonated with you and what you wanted to support and, and kind of the approach you wanted to take with it. And I think that actually speaks to how genuine it is as well, because you know if you were willing to quite like you you could have easily just gone whatever the first charity is on the mm-hmm. list like i'll just tick that box i'll make this beer i'll do a blue and white label which i will say your label is really cool as well yeah. it still has that like, spooky flair mm-hmm. to it not yeah. to not to dive, divert from the the importance of it but you could have <laughs> easily gone tick a box they give me the they give you the label you could have used their label and you could have just been like cool recipe done pick the first charity but the fact that it, it sounds like it was a two-way conversation the fact that you Absolutely. sort of like emailed said how do you feel about this this is what i want to do and and if the answer was kind of no and you didn't feel yeah. that you had that connection with another charity you were willing to kind of go you know what maybe this isn't something that you know I, i'm gonna do maybe you you know you'd still do the code of conduct but maybe you'd kind of go you know what it's not maybe it's not the right charities for me to align with sort of thing and i think like that's quite important as well as part of that conversation so it sounds like so it sounds like you had really good communication between the two of you and it was really important that you were both mm. engaged in it yeah and just like similarly it's just like i i didn't want it john to think that well we're just collecting money for not doing anything just like it was also important to me to show him and show like other brewery that we we're doing bread notes with that there's something concrete coming behind that uh that is there's a project we're building there's people that are going to be directly benefit from from those from those funding so so it's i i wouldn't if i would say that if the membership was not on the on on the back of my mind at, at that time i would say look we don't have anything we don't have any needs at the moment so well maybe in six months if we do the festival or maybe in a year or but yet yeah, so i would i would not have like to accept the collab if there was mm. nothing concrete behind it it shows that a lot of like time and care and effort and like sort of feelings that went into it as well and the fact that the fact that you you did the due diligence as well if you're like who am i actually working with on yeah. this you know you, you could again it would have been just as easy as just as easy as it would have been for john to have gone yeah first charity pick it done tick the box you could have easily gone oh great charity donation that's all good happy days and you could have just been like yep sure and and not really taken the time to sort of get involved but it sounds like obviously you did quite you know quite the research to make sure it was like the right move for you you guys as well Mm -hmm. and I feel like it's just a really nice story of of like how you've connected as well yeah I really like the story behind this one I think it's really lovely so Oh, sorry. Um, I was going to say no. we should also say that Crisp uh, donated the malt. Yeah, excellent. Thank you, Crisp. And uh, Lalamond Lalamond. Yeah. donated the Lalamond. yeast. Nice. Uh, Thank you, Lalamond. That's all that's confirmed <laughs> at the moment. <laughs> Amazing. And then, how did you? Again, I know we just went into like a really. <laughs> deep section there but just to pull back out from that deepness for a minute um how did you did you like just know that you wanted to sort of have your signature label on it or you know how did you decide that that was kind of the label that you wanted to go with because it's very 
it sticks with your branding, but it also is very clearly a Brave Noise beer. Yeah, um, I couldn't get... Um, I think their template label was too difficult for me to... It was too advanced for me to do properly. <laughs> uh, my, part of it was that I couldn't do it. And then I was like, well, other people are sort of tweet their labels and it's sort of... You don't want to walk into a bottle shop and see sort of six beers with the same label with a slightly different little little brewery logo sort of thing. Um, and so, uh, yeah, so it, it seemed like, okay, well, we can we can sort of pull pieces of their, their sort of template out and use that on ours. And um, it wasn't sort of a master plan, but it was, as I say, if I was better on Illustrator, then uh, <laughs> it would look a lot like theirs, I think. If it helps, I feel like if you put Illustrate in front of me, I probably wouldn't even be able to do like a basic label. So, yeah. but I do like. I feel like I I love the fact that it sort of fits in with how you normally do the yeah. labels, anyways. And it's like yeah. it's unmistakably, you know, a spooked in beer. But also, it's very, in my opinion, very unmistakably a brave noise beer yeah. as well. Yeah. And I know, like, I actively seek out like brave noise beers. So, hopefully, that that will catch somebody else's eye that is going oh brave noise gonna try that one and and especially because it is a bit different they might go yeah let's give that one a go that's an interesting one i love it i'll get inaugurated into the brave noise wall that is behind me once oh, i'm great. Finished drinking it yeah get added in there pride <laughs> of place uh, <laughs> Got let we'll do a little turn that's yeah. a nice collection yeah i've just taken the labels off because i intend she's kept her labels on a board somewhere <laughs> when i get around to that so although the um brave noise initiative is it's kind of closed i know that um submitting through the website is a, is closed but if you email you can still submit you can via still email. submit via email um and so breweries can still take part if they want to um do you have both of you any advice to any breweries that uh might still want to take part because we'd still love them to take part if they want to. What would you, what would you want them to know? Can you go first. Do you want me to go first? Well, um, I don't know. Uh, they, they should know that we are still looking for funding uh, for mentorship programs, so we're still happy to to get donation from from New Brave Noise Collab. Amazing. Amazing. <laughs> there you go. That's it. Like there we just, go. You're there is a reason. An amazing mentorship. <laughs> yeah. there's, your, there's your compelling event. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think I think it's very easy to go. Okay, well, brave noise is done. In the same way that, like, I think people's attention span goes quite quickly, goes yeah. quicker than the actual problem that they're trying to sort of resolve. Like, there's the every, everyone sort of moves on a lot quicker than they should do. I think, and I think that just because brave noise aren't sort of like actively going out and sort of recruiting breweries, it doesn't mean that having a code of conduct isn't a really great thing to have and, and sort of fundraising for, for things like Amelie's um, projects aren't a brilliant thing to do. Um, and I think that there's, there's definitely a bit more of an understanding that the beer can be more um, individual and more sort of tweaked so that there's definitely, um, there's definitely a market out there for it, if you know what I mean. It's not like the, um, the pubs and bottle shops are like, I don't want to buy the same beer again sort of thing. I think they are twigging right. on so that, that each of these beers are slightly different, which helps. Um, I, I'd sort of, yeah, I'd encourage anyone to do it, um, if only to sort of uh, 
apply themselves to writing a code of conduct and thinking like, well, what does that look like? And um, and also um, collaborate, sort of reaching out to people like Amelie and others in the in the sort of work in that area. Yeah, yeah I think I think people have been. I mean, I've heard in the past two years, like so many times, like, uh, well, what, what, what can we do? What can we do to be an ally? What can we do po- to, to help, uh, uh, like, with more diversity in the ministry? Uh, well, this, this is a concrete action. Um, it's helping the people that are every day working on those, on those topics. There's, there's us, but also uh, you you guys know uh, know her there's peep from the the wellness officer as well that was doing an amazing job um and and who desperately needs uh funding as well uh to train more wellness officer and, and those those actions are very very positive and they are really concrete actions so yeah that's important yeah they're definitely things that i think i think it's so important the, I mean, they are things yeah, where I think can, art is a time. Yeah, you, you can tangibly see <laughs> them making a difference. Like with the wellness officers mm. at the festivals, they're you know, they are there. They are supporting people. Um, and they are making a difference. And and the women in beer festival does the same. And I'm sure the mentorship program is going to do that. Like, yeah, I think putting into these things, they're small, but they are making a difference. You can definitely. I like that. The concrete action is a really good phrase i think i think it's it's quite you know i don't want anyone to think that we're kind of spreading some you know misconception that you know oh you know what can i do here oh just brew a brave noise and it fixes everything yeah like mm. that's not the beer is not yeah the thing that's fixing the problems <laughs> so whether or not you slap the words brave noise across it and you go through the process of like asking the permission to make the brave noise beer or you know all, all that you know whether you go through those steps that's not gonna be that thing as much as we want people to do that so it makes it very clear and obvious that that's you know you've made your code of conduct and you're supporting the right causes and that your values align with uh, equality and inclusion you know we, we are not saying that all of a sudden you brew a brave noise beer and that's it your job is done you've you've done your bit you know no like the important part that is that concrete step is to do your code of conduct and support a charity of your choosing or you know an initiative of yeah. your choosing so that you can have somebody that's doing a mentorship program, wellness officers, things that are going to do that concrete action to change things. The, the brave noise itself is just the vehicle <laughs> that is sort of helping propel down the right path to doing yeah. those things. And it's making it very clear so that people know that it's signed, sealed, this is what you're, this is what you're doing. And that yeah. is really important. And yeah, it's the, it's the, you know what can i do to, sometimes people don't realize that just doing a code of conduct and supporting a charity on its own like that is a code of conduct alone is a really big deal yeah. like in, in my opinion i was going to say that yeah I, I think i was when i approached it i was like oh this is all really heavy actually and oh a lot of rules sort of thing but actually when you sort of look at everyone else's and look at look at your own it, it's actually you're all you're doing is you're Publishing your own values, really, and your your business's values, and that yep. and that I think, I mean, 
from even from a business if you're doing a business plan like you're going to include your values in that yep. and i think and i and so it's not that big a deal to to do it but i think putting it out there and saying these are our this or this business's values is a really it's something that you can that, that people can latch on to and people can hold you to account on and things like that and it's not sort of necessarily a oh this is what we're going to do if things go wrong these these are the disciplinary measures that will be taken it's more like these are our values these are what we stand for this is how we want to operate um and i think people like to see that and and yeah definitely people like to see that i i absolutely yeah. agree with that and i think you're 100%. right though people do tend to forget about things really really quickly like a scandal happens even and you kind of go oh well i guess we're over that now in like two months you know the yeah. the people that are the ones that are the the most impacted are the ones that are still sort of talking about it and you've got a, a larger group of people who aren't impacted who are like i don't know what you're talking about you know they've changed they're, they're better they're doing better and it's like you know stuff like that it just even when you have a scandal let alone a positive thing that happens yeah. it gets moved on so so quickly mm -hmm. arguably yeah. too quickly and i think part of one thing you know in my opinion that makes a brave noise why it's the vehicle for the change as well is it keeps it in the forefront of people's minds the more they see it and the more people talk about it the more that it will help remind people that it's not going away so it's like you know when you have someone like mirakai that has done two in a like you know they've done one each year um because they want to just keep that in the forefront of people's minds of how important this initiative is you know like i said even do the code of conduct do the charity or don't do the charity like it's just important to put your values out there but why do it under brave noise my answer to that is so that you can just keep that conversation going really mm -hmm. so that people don't forget about it so that people i i hope I would hope for a day that people are like, we don't need it anymore. Mm. <laughs> but I think that day is a lot further away. And I think the more we can keep banging on about it, the more that people keep talking mm -hmm. about it. And hopefully, even if it's for no other reason than they don't want to talk about it anymore, they'll start taking action more and more, I hope. And I think there is action happening. I don't want to mm -hmm. sort of diminish what is going on. But yeah, mm. I think that's, uh, yeah. Definitely. Cool. Wow. Um, the beer is delicious. Congratulations. <laughs> we knew it would be. <laughs> it's really good. It's really good. Very, very good. <laughs> it's really lovely. I um, wish it was sunnier so yeah. I could go take the last bit it's, out. Oh, is it not it's sunny where you are? It's rainy where I, It's nice where I am. It was raining this morning, but it's quite nice now. Quite warm. I'm enjoying mine. Um, so thank you so much for coming to talk to us. We really appreciate it. We're We're glad that we could have you on and glad to have you back john well you know always welcome back thank you and emily i think we'll have to have you back to have a chat about whole women yeah, all the things that would be <laughs> all the things easy whole conversation yep. okay <laughs> uh, but is there anything as we come to the end of this that uh, you guys would like to promote to everyone while you got the opportunity talk about all the things now you emily you better go first because you've got a lot yeah <laughs> oh well, <clears throat> anything I want to promote so well, so it's like the the big the big news is gonna be uh yeah, the mentorship is coming soon. So we're we're launching uh imminently. Um so for all women um that think would need um to be mentored, uh that feel the need uh to be to be mentored to to 
to have some advice and some um some yeah some just just even just say feel the need to to discuss sometime with someone more experienced in the NBA industry uh just keep an eye out on our social um the websites i'm i'm currently working on the websites uh so the application should be um should be online very very soon um so yeah we have absolutely fantastic mentor um so i'm i'm very very like humble and proud to to have such amazing women uh trusting me and and willing to to like give their times uh for or for for all mentorship so so yeah just keep an eye out more information coming very very soon and yeah just feel free to apply um yeah that's it for me <laughs> if anybody wants to donate personally like is there any way for people to make individual contributions to it or is there well, any sort of like larger level contributions that so we we are uh, looking for sponsors so it's definitely more larger contribution but we also when we'll be launching officially the website uh, with the, the application program uh, we'll all be also launching a, a patron uh where like you will be able to just like contribute on smaller scale um and do like single donation as well so um so yeah just like there will be a possibility as well very soon (laughs) amazing we'll link to all of the social accounts so people can follow and and be ready for that when it happens thanks and john uh yeah so um if you're a pub or a tap room or a bottle shop then our beer is on cellar or just email me. Um, it's also on Ebria. The Brave Noise one, I don't think, is on Ebria, but that's for another another time. But so, you, but you can get it from me, and you can get it from Salah, um, and you can join up our newsletter on our website and stuff like that. If you're a member of the public, we're at spookton.co.uk. If you want to buy some um, uh, Brave Noise beer. And uh, news-wise, we've we found a space to set up a tap room and brewery in Chester. So we are in the sort of the annoying conversation with landlord stage <laughs> of things. Uh, Yay! Yeah, no, so that's, that's exciting. Very good news. Yeah. That's exciting news. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it is very very exciting. Um, so if you've also got uh, fifty grand, then let me know. Really helpful. Looking for investors. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, we yeah we we've got we've we've sort of we've managed to find a space that we really good we've got um, we've sort of sorted out ourselves a bit and if if the discussions with the landlord goes well then uh, yeah then we might have a physical space in the next sort of six to twelve months. Yay! Keeping fingers congratulations. And very exciting. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a, it's a roller coaster at the moment. Yeah, people need to help contribute to that. So go buy Brave Noise beer. Yeah, get your yeah. local go bottle shop to go and ask for it. Your local pub, if you want to try this, it's an amazing summer beer. Yeah, it's delicious. Go and get it for your barbecue or your dog walks or however walk. you want yeah. to consume in the sun. Dog walking beer. And dog ask walks your locals. Only, if you're not walking a dog, you're not allowed to. Yeah. <laughs> dog walking beer only. So go and ask your locals to get it on and go buy some and yeah, enjoy. And we'll obviously, like Joe said, we'll link to all of it. Yeah, amazing. amazing. Thank you so much for being Thank on. You. Thank you, bye. We're going to have to do back sometime. Thank you. Oh, everyone thought that we were done with our Brave Noise series. We are not. 
We hadn't put one out in a while, yep. but guess what? We're still making a noise. <laughs> We're still being brave and making still making noise. noise. And also, this beer yeah, is yum. I think this is the it's end. Gone. It's amazing. I've already this is the it. end. I've got another one, so it's okay. <laughs> I know. Yeah, I know. That's why I'm. You know, I'm not crying about it yet. Yeah. I've still got a dog walking beer. Here, shall I? Um, so. Shall I inaugurate this into? Yeah, into the wall. Look, we'll turn my, turn it a little bit. Da da da! It's getting inaugurated. Into <laughs> oh, we need wall. like you need to do. I need <laughs> you a... need to do the sound effects. Oh, I need clap. The sound effects. Ah, oh, that's that's too much effort. You needed right the now. soundboard. I did. I didn't went, have the soundboard ready. I didn't do it. Everyone was but clapping. It's up, there. it's up there on the brave noise wall now. There we go. It is and there. another one, as DJ Khaled. Another would say. one. Another one <laughs> for the wall. Um, I really enjoyed that, and I can't believe we have not had Emily on before. No, we definitely we need to get Emily But back honestly, on. like, as 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 she was talking about like uh, the the Women of Beer Festival, and I was just like, that's something we could talk about as well. I was like, I could easily spin off. We, and yeah, talk we about could that. talk to Emily for ages. Talk about the mentorship. I was like, there's yep. so many things that I could easily spin off and talk about that it feels like it just warrants its own. Episode. And also, <laughs> like, she just does marketing in beer anyway. We could talk about what that's like. So many things. All so things. many things All and we need to have things. john back on once the tap room's open so we can I'm, talk to him about that that was i'm not gonna lie that was a genuine surprise yeah. i did not know that was coming that announcement and that was like a very exciting announcement we needed the I'm, cheers for that yeah we needed the cheers for that oh, i'll get the soundboard that was, sorted that was genuine excitement and like like my face that was genuine yeah. of i was like oh, yay that is <laughs> check very, the video for that yeah that was really <laughs> exciting news because i feel like you know spookton are just such a like they make such like quality beers yeah. and beyond that as well like what they stand for to me is quite important as well like yeah. the the fact that every every beer sort of goes gives something to charity i feel like is just and and it's the fact that he's also so genuine and he's also very like yeah 100% like, he's not <laughs> most people would be out there being you feel like, his pain talk don't you, about Tory? the charity right. talk about the charity and like he's just a bit like um yeah I just did it like this is I just care like I don't yeah we love <laughs> he it. doesn't want to there's so much credit that I feel like he could take that he that other people easily would snatch up but I think yeah. it is so like admirable that he's very much like well, I don't deserve a trophy for doing a good you know good things but it makes me want to support him yeah. even more so yeah. like the fact that they that they've got a potentially a space i really hope it all comes to fruition i'm sending lots of positive vibes. positive vibes like that is, positive vibes that is what we need yeah. right now and like i said the beer is just like any beer i've had for them has just been really good yeah it's been so good yeah, it's been really people good. need to go out there obviously he's he's said they still have sort of um you know kegs and you know to to get out there so if you want your local to have this on tap like please contact him if you just want to try this beer for your dog walks or whatever whatever you however you choose to use it your summer beer your winter beer your whatever (laughs) beer um get it because it is really good and then you know that you're so drinkable your money is going towards yeah and it's going towards funding something that we so desperately need yes I'm so glad that Sorry. something that a scheme like this is coming about because we've spoken about it a couple of times. We have spoken like we're not we the people have spoken that could about this. do it. We weren't the people that can move it forward. But I'm really glad that like Emily is doing something so positive and like we said so concrete 
yeah it's gonna be amazing i'm excited i know we had a lot of conversations like on the podcast and just off the podcast where we were kind of like trying to be like well how can we make this work because you know speaking to to people like emma from iroquois being like how can we like these are the type of things that we need here in the uk and we see them happening in the us and like considering our size as i said on the podcast like considering our size compared to the size of the us that 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 yeah audience is serving it feels like you know why can't we get something like this like we we need this desperately and i know we've had so many you know brainstorming sessions where we've been like how can we make this happen and you know who can do this because it's not us who can do this and how can we support them yeah and it's so nice to see and i'm really excited about having that patreon that's going to be set up because you know that question of how can we personally help support this I don't have 50 grand to give to John, unfortunately. I don't have 50 grand to give <laughs> to Women in Beer. If I had it, I would I would give it. Um, I not wouldn't be stingy with that. But, so, not, yeah, it's one of those... Yeah. One of those things that I'm like, that's the best... The best thing I can do is get this... Pa- when this Patreon goes up is to just donate a little yeah. bit yeah. to something. So, to the thing that I want to see check the show notes because links to the women in beer socials and to uh spookton will be in there so you can go and find out more information about that turn the notifications on so you get it when when applications open and when the patreon opens so that everyone can help out this amazing cause um tori if people want to talk to you more about brave noise because we are still making a noise i will always talk about it and not to make this start a they get hold of you? <laughs> not to make this a diatribe or anything but what's really important is like i still very strongly believe that you need to reach out to your local breweries and and just establish establishments in general anyone that's capable of making Ooh, brave noise i'm gonna link to your to your little article about it because yeah. you know it changed people's minds so if you miss that we're gonna put the link to that in the show notes as well so you can go read it go read it read tori's mind changing you could see caption. me right now if you were watching this video which we know you're not you would see me recoiling and did a good thing anyway why don't do nice things because the people say nice things about me and i can't handle compliments where can they just go and look at it and not give you compliments you can go and try to dig it out if you can find it it was quite a while ago i think on my instagram adventures underscore in underscore optimism and yeah like like i said I, i i think it's really important that people know it's not it's too late in the sense of applying via the website but it's not too late to do it to actually reach out and do it encourage your breweries encourage your favorite establishments and and if not a brave noise like i get why maybe not a brave noise that's fine i would strongly strongly encourage establishments breweries any place you know ask your favorites to do this at a minimum get a code of conduct put your values out there for everyone to see because you don't have to give to charity if you don't have the money you don't have to brew an extra beer if you don't have the money but what you can do for free is you can put together a code of conduct like that is within your control if we're looking at what is in your control to do that you can't have an excuse for please get out and do this and hold your favorite establishments accountable for it like i understand it's a tough time in the industry pubs are closing bottle shops close breweries are closing like i get it's tough but you know make it known what your values are so that you can make sure as well that there's all the more reason like we want these spaces to be here so you know just do it that's all i can say it's just it's a very important thing and i think it's really really important to do so um that is my lecture for the day over joe where can people come talk to you about break noise 
you can come talk to me about Brave Noise and I'll point you in the direction of the website because the information is still there even though you can't sign up on there. And there is information on there on how to write a code of conduct. There is some advice which is very helpful. You know, um, go back and listen to the rest of our Brave Noise episodes because you can go and see the codes of conduct from those breweries as well. They will help you out. Um, and you can come ask me about that at my beer school which is love beer learning and we are on facebook instagram twitter tiktok and pinterest i'm mostly on instagram nowadays i've been really quiet lately guys soz it's been a bit busy but you know i'm still here don't worry podcast still going out so we're still about um <laughs> as long as they're still going out on as long Monday. as the, podca- the podcast is still going that's that, this gets priority going, then maybe message us and yeah and be and like what's going on okay, what's, what's going on what's happened we got two pins no podcast will go out every week this is our priority um you can also come to my website which is which is where you can find some of these episodes and information about brave noise um and that is lovebeerlearning.co.uk or you can email me if you've got a question that you, a burning question that you want to ask me and that is lovebeerlearning at gmail.com you can get hold of both of us at a woman's brew on instagram um or you can email us at a woman's brew podcast at gmail.com one of us will pick it up it's probably going to be tory because i've never got any signal <laughs> well i'll let you cover all the bases on that one because yep. i heard it's too busy giving a lecture to people to, to yeah. get their code of conduct yeah. out so uh, my beer's out i'm i'm parched now yeah. so i'm gonna go, go get another drink, drink some more beer on that note so on that note oh, i haven't got my Make can because i put it in the wall well on that note tiny bit of beer that i've got left cheers cheers